welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you both here, two people who I admire and are way smarter than me. Uh, hopefully I am able to add something uh, <laughs> to this conversation. Uh, when we were all talking before, you know, we're in 2021. What does it mean to be a developer? What does it mean to uh, get started? How do you pick a language? What is the cloud? How do you bring all that stuff together? And so having you here in the center of all that, I, you do, and I'll let you introduce yourself. I mean, between Amplify, the Ladybug podcast, all of the videos that you do on YouTube and Twitter that help people get started, I've personally pointed folks to. Um, just really happy to have you here and help people get started. And, and what does it mean to have a, a low-code tool and everything? Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And so I think my passion is to make the on-ramp to development lower. So I worked at a boot camp for the three years before coming to AWS and was teaching a lot of people how to code from zero, from hello world to uh, becoming professional developers. And one of my proudest things is that now I have like three students who work for AWS, including one on my team. And so seeing that come <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. Like, okay. You know, I did actually teach these people. Um, but then now I work on Amplify, which is a platform on AWS for web and mobile developers. And we're working on lowering that barrier as well with building tools like the Amplify Admin UI, which, land, which launched at reInvent this year. So it's a lower code platform that allows you to build an application backend without having to write too much code yourself. And then you can integrate it just into your front end. And so tools like this make me excited about the future of development that maybe we can make it so that more people can be developers and less people have this imposter syndrome coming in feeling like that they can't do it. Like, cause I really struggled that with that when I was starting out and when I was learning to code, I dropped out of computer science in college because I thought I wasn't smart enough to be a software engineer. And so I want the future of this industry to include more people than less. And I think that we can do that with both teaching and developer tooling. So I'm excited about both paths. I love that. I love uh, some lower I, code, I, not no code. That makes me happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice difference. I think at this point with development, you can build stuff with no code. Mm -hmm. That being said, if you want something that's truly scalable and customizable, you need code. Like developers are still part of the solution. And so we need to meet developers where they're at, but also expand who can be a developer. And there are lots of ways to do that with visual interfaces or with improving the developer experience because that's huge in and of itself. Like I see this progression even across my career of you know, Ruby on Rails a bunch of years ago that made it so much easier to build a web application and then the serverless revolution, which made it so much easier to deploy a web app. And then yes. now we have tools that are building all these things together and making developer experience really great. And so the barrier to entry is much lower. It's awesome. That's what fascinates me with tools like Amplify and what you're doing is that in these past couple months, I've had to learn all of these acronyms and this is a developer podcast so feel free to like go acronym crazy i think most people <laughs> will know it but what does it mean when there's like 200 plus services in the console and you have no idea like maybe you've heard cicd right and you know that you had need some kind of like storage and compute and things like that um but then what does it mean to be secure what if you launch a mobile app or a web app and suddenly 
it exposes something that you didn't want and you and you have this amazing usability um, for that, right? And that's that's what's got me excited of things like this. I don't know about you, but just in the past couple of months, I get hear this all the time. What's the way AWS would do it? What's the right way to do it? And I'm like, there's no right way to do anything. It's certainly not the way I do it. Yeah, right? and I Go think ahead. with development, right? There's always going to be multiple solutions to a problem and they're just trade-offs. And that's what engineering is, is balancing those trade-offs and picking one solution that has more pros to it than cons for this particular use case. But then for somebody else's use case, that could be very different and that solution could be something totally different. AWS Amplify, and I'll share with what's the URL if people want to check this out. Docs.amplify.aws, I believe. Yes. Okay. It's always that like was super right. long or so. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'll put that in the show notes for people to check out. So, awesome. The problem that this solves and what it makes easier is if I am going to build a um, front end type of application and I want the ability to have CICD, I want the ability to have a cloud infrastructure that can help my app scale. Um, is that correct? And is there uh, certain languages that we support? Is it a certain type of um, tooling that we support that's going to help um, with the solution? Yeah, for sure. So what I think of most is that we offer a full suite of uh, services for front-end and mobile developers. And so what that means is that we are going to enable front-end developers to build full-stack applications without needing to know all this logic behind that and also not needing to know all of the nitty-gritty AWS services. So there's a command line interface that you can use in order to add storage or add uh, data or add an API to pull data from all of these things you can do just with a command. We also have this uh, admin UI, which I talked about before, which you can use a visual interface to generate some of these things now as well. You can add authentication with a command as well, and then add it to your application with a React component or something along those lines. And so we support JavaScript and web. So React, Vue, Angular, all of those are libraries for also Next.js and SSR or server-side rendering. Um, and then also on mobile. So I am not a mobile developer and cannot speak well to this world, but we do support cross-platform tools like React Native and Flutter, but also mm -hmm. native like iOS and Android. That's amazing. Like that is, that yeah. is fully encompassing. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> yeah. So behind the scenes, you get access to all these services that you may hear about, like DynamoDB, like Lambda, like S3, all of these things. You're using those, but you don't need to know too much about the service to get up and running with it. So mm -hmm. instead of Amplify Add S3, it's Amplify Add Storage, because what you're trying to do yes. is add storage to your application. Or instead of adding DynamoDB, you're adding... Uh, an API. So mm -hmm. that's how it kind of works where it's abstracts away the AWS, but you still get the power of AWS. I love that. Yeah. Is it, so is it generating like policies and roles behind the scenes for you? Yes. Like if I created everything in Amplify, I can go into IM and I can actually see what's been created. Um, if I was curious, I can actually set up like CloudWatch and start seeing everything that's happening, like, does it set up yeah. a bunch of breadcrumbs for me to be able to see that stuff going across so that I can track it 
um, like the first thing that always happens to me when I'm using AWS is I start thinking about cost. Yeah. And, you know, I do hear that from a lot of customers is that there are policies in place so that when I have a dev team, let's say they're going to spin up uh, a code build server. It's not the biggest or the default server, right? That I don't need in order to build something for a couple of minutes, right? Um, is there things like that where I can actually go ahead in as I get more and more familiar with AWS, I can begin to see all of these? Yeah, for sure. And I actually do that for debugging sometimes, especially with Lambda functions as I go into their console and debug from there and use CloudWatch oh, nice. and all these things for logging. So these are resources on AWS like any other, and you can go into their console as well. You can go into the DynamoDB console, for example, and check that out, see what's data's in your database if that's something that you're trying to figure out. Um, so all of these resources are being created on AWS and you can access them like any other. Now, can I go in and play around um, like all devs do and not mess it up? So for example, like, you know, I've seen people go in and they're editing the YAML in things and it can break an entire build and it can orphan processes like that. If I change something, let's say I go in and it's generated Lambda function and I go in and change that, do I break it? Uh, does is Amplify aware that there's been changes behind the scenes? Like, can I tweak it? Or is it like I do not touch? There's certain things with Alexa skills. It's like, do not touch this part. Uh, and if you do, bad things happen. Yeah. So there are pieces where if you touch them, it might not go super well. But uh, tries to be as upfront as possible. So there is a lot of code generation that goes on. So you actually have this directory in your project called Amplify. And in there, okay. it has CloudFormation code and other generated files that have information about your resources and such. So um, you can actually extend those as well. So one story that we're really working hard on this year is the extensibility story of how you use other AWS services that aren't supported natively within Amplify. And so you can right now go into the CloudFormation or into IAM and give people uh, access via that. But we're, we're working hard on this to, to make it even more extensible right now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's great. The ability, as long as it's labeled clearly to go in and be able to tweak some of those things and maybe set up stuff, even stuff like SNS um, yeah. notifications and the, the authentication too is super curious to me because that became a really, in everything that I've done, like trying to set up OAuth 2, um, <laughs> some like backstory when, in the Alexa side, when we actually created a way for people to log in in skills. So it was know your customer, right? It's kind of a KYC so you had the ability to use your existing customer relationships and map them uh, into somebody talking to the device. Um, the tokens have to get renewed every 30 days. Um, and so when that originally came out, tokens would expire and people would be forced to like, does it do stuff like that where it automatically renews? And I don't have to worry about that as an Amplify developer. It's just taking care of me. Yeah, that stuff me. is mostly abstracted away. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome news. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if there are any glitches with these things, also, like, I'm around a spittle on pretty much everywhere and would love to hear customer feedback on things not working as promised, too. I love that. Yeah. And I, you are very active on Twitter. I'll share it in the, in the show notes, too. Um, it's an interesting thing working in AWS 
um, compared to other parts of Amazon of just how connected with developers and customers. Like I have seen, I won't say any names because I don't want to, I don't want it to make it seem like bragging, but there's been teams that have literally had a, uh, somebody, it, it, it was in, it was in dev tools, but it was, a, it was, we, there was a release for one of the APIs that we had. And by the end of the day, an engineer had gone in and modified it and uh, pushed it out to Git, and people were able to kind of um, pull that down. And, um, and like, I get reports mm -hmm. of all the PRs that devs have submitted straight to some of these SDKs. Um, it's what's super cool about sitting in the engineering organization versus not a marketing yeah. organization is like, I see all of the, the pull requests coming across and it's like how many things that they're, they're doing on there. Is there like a, um, obviously hitting you up on Twitter is the easiest, but is there a way for devs to give feedback on the tool? Is there a GitHub that they can go to? Yeah. yeah. So the Amplify command line interface is fully open source, so you can leave issues on there. But we also have a Discord community as well, which is, honestly is probably the best place to oh, wow. ask questions instead of my Twitter, because who knows what what yeah. notifications I'll be able to see. But if it's like discord.gg slash Amplify. And in there, there are all sorts of channels to ask different questions, to give feedback. Some of the engineering teams also are in there talking about their roadmap and features that they're working on too. So if you like want some of the behind the scenes, there are some channels in there for that as well. Yeah. I think there are like 8,000 people in this Amplify Discord. So it's relatively large. It's a lot of people. Right. And then I'm also in a, other, a couple other community ones as well for like Egghead IO where I teach lessons. And then uh, there's one called Party Corgi, which is really cute as well. Party just different corgi. ones for different things. A developer T, which is a podcast, they yeah. have a Discord now. Some conferences okay. I've noticed doing it now too. Talk to me about managing. Like how how is that and how managing AWS, managing a team? Um, just like I'd be very curious to hear your sort of approach and your principles around it. Yeah, I'm like two weeks into this management role that I was managing <laughs> yeah. in my last role too. So I can talk about it, but right now it's a little bit like a fire hose. Like I'm just trying to, oh you know, gosh. manage all the emails and come up with a, with a strategy. And I'm like backfilling a role as well. So mm -hmm. it's a little different, but I really think that the core of developer advocacy. So what I do is, developer advocacy at AWS for Amplify specifically. So I work on the product team for Amplify, working on customer feedback and working on content and all of that. So I get to be like really embedded and really close to the, the team on all of that stuff. But I want to make it so that community is our focus and building up that community and fostering that community and also just the idea that I personally don't scale, like I can do so much as one person, but I'm so much more powerful as more than one person. And so teaching the people, teaching people what I've learned, both people on the team and then community members as well, because we've got so many amazing members of the community who are contributing back and creating amazing content and teaching other people how to use Amplify and that's really awesome to see as well. And so trying to make sure that their voices are heard and they have their um, recognition as well. I think all of those pieces are going into the role too. 
That's awesome. I love that. I like the scalable, like humans, humans can't scale like systems. Yeah. And so, yeah, we have to teach everyone else. It's like my personal motto because I am really bad about saying yes to absolutely everything. And I'm trying to yeah. tell myself I can't because I just do not scale. If I think about making systems instead of just being myself, I'm much more powerful. Yes. Yeah. And I, uh, it's also like, I have this personality flaw of asking for help. I always, I don't know if it's like the way my brain's wired, but I always figure if I have enough time and I can, I can figure it out. Like if I research it, so it's really hard for me to say, I don't know. And so what I've practiced over the past couple of months is to say things like I have no clue. And then, and it's like, okay. And I was waiting for everybody to be mad at me and be like, what do you mean? And um, it's been very liberating these past couple of months to just be like, I don't know. I have no clue. And by the way, what does that even mean that you're asking me? <laughs> and I've always <laughs> admired people that are able to do that, to ask somebody yeah. to define something and to learn from it. And, um, you know, it's, it's to, to foster an environment like that um, where people can ask questions. For I sure. It's super important too, right? For sure. I think the more senior you are in your career, the more important that is too, to show people who are coming mm-hmm. up that, yeah, like even if you've been doing this for a really long time, you don't know all the answers. This field is constantly moving and changing and nothing stays the same. And so an answer that's true today might have been very different 10 years ago. And things are always evolving and new technologies are coming out. So nobody has all the answers. Nobody even has a tiny piece of all the answers. And so (laughs) saying that you don't know and asking those questions is so important. And it's such an important role model for people coming up as well. I like to call it I as idiot as a service. And it's uh, just (laughs) kind of (laughs) like, hey, I'm going to supply this. I am a I am a believer in IS and also uh, uh, GDD Google driven development. So oh, how true. do I do that? And then everything is I start off with a search, and then like that's right. That's it. Oh, look at that piece of code. I'll just take that and uh, be able to modify that a little bit. And um, yeah, and that's okay, right? I always said that my my expert domain knowledge is only as good as the past six months, and that's kind of been true my whole career. I feel like I'll know. Within six months, there's something that's disrupting. There's a new way of thinking, especially in coding, um, of doing things. Um, I was just looking the other day of like, uh, it just popped up on YouTube in my feed of like all the if then else clauses and people coming in and doing exit and like making it a lot more streamlined and being able to pull out the variables that you would have if if then and actually assign one um, and make that another function. And just like... Hmm being okay to kind of like extrapolate code so that it's easier to read. Um, and the, because when you think about it, I, w- when I was first taught, it was that Dave, the way that you write code at this company, I won't name the company, but it was the way that you write code for this company is the next person that's hired. And that kind of stuck with me. Right. And so I, cause I would have spaghetti code, you know, starting out and everything that I wrote. And so it was like, wow, if this isn't readable and then myself, like me going, looking back, even like, you know, I, it would be the weekend and I come on on Monday and I'd be like, who wrote this? Um, and so being able to extrapolate it into little digestible pieces, this is human brain to be able to look at that, um, is something that, uh, I've been trying to do lately. Yeah. And you just learn, you know? No, I think that's so important because 
if we think about it, we're not writing code primarily for computers. We're writing them for other people. If we were writing code for other, for computers, we would write binary. We would write like zeros and ones. That's what computers can understand. So we have these programming languages, which make it easier for people to do that. And so you have to think about the, the next person coming along who's going to maintain it in your future self too. Yeah, I was going to say, forget this next person. I don't know that person. I need need me. (laughs) (laughs) What about future me who doesn't know what anything's happening? So um, if folks want to check it out, the URL again for Amplify was aws.amazon.com Amplify? Docs.amplify.aws. Excellent. Well, thank you for the time today. I super appreciate you coming on as Emily and I are just winging it. So having somebody like you on, I super appreciate it. And um, so thank you. Thanks for having me. This is really fun.